Week 14 podcast. We are a week away from pitchers and catchers reporting, I believe. I don't know if that's correct. I might have made that up. I think it's Avery, two. how is that true? That's true. Avery, how are we feeling, man? <laughs> no, I said I think it's two weeks away. But oh, because I saw I saw a tweet about the Padres uh, pitchers and catchers reporting. So I assumed it was a week for the Jays as well, but I guess different teams have different reporting dates. I always remember it being Super Bowl happens and then we're a week away. So that's what I think we're going to go off of. But okay. So, okay. That's fine. I started the show off 0 1. That's fine. That's um, okay. It's okay, man. People are pitcher and catchers are there already. So you yeah. got on it early, actually. I got on it early, but hey, how are you feeling, man? I mean, a lot of discourse on Twitter uh, about the Justin Turner signing. Uh, some fans like it. Some fans call him your Rogers shell or shill or the fuck it is. Uh, some people hate it. So where, where are you at with this after, I guess, we're four or five days removed from Justin Turner being a Blue Jay? Well, I think we can get into this in, in a minute. We've got okay. we had some happenings to go on this week. Yeah. Um, if you guys haven't, if you're watching on YouTube right now, this podcast, and you haven't watched the Gate 14 Awards, please. Be better. Please, please give them a watch. A couple things, a couple thank yous. Skyler, Cam, Nick, people Shout we work with at Owner's Box. Legends. They rock legends. for making that ha- happen. Everyone who accepted an award and got in and did that, great people as well. I, I think it was awesome again. I think it's a very funny video every time. Yeah. I w- as soon as the video aired, there was a couple things that I remembered. Like, we should have done Album of the Year, of course, and Gay 14 should have won that one. Fuck. Yeah, that was I was just strolling around my girlfriend's apartment today and I was just thinking album of the year. Like how did how did we miss that? We we fumbled the bag on that, but I think it was a perfect amount of awards where you could watch it in one sitting and not obviously not be bored, but like it's just a, it was a perfect length. Like the cameos of the people uh like you mentioned shout out to everyone that did that. That was awesome and um, you don't realize how many people we know on the team until you like see the cameos that are coming on. There's like six, seven guys uh, from the club uh, came on. So, and obviously the guy that stole the show was Arash Madani. Um, <laughs> I just what when he when that video was sent to us, it took every bone on my body not to tweet it. Obviously, uh, but I knew that that would be an instant hit, and that's a good way to get your reputation up with the Blue Jays fans is by doing stuff like that. So he knew what he was doing and. He fucking killed it. He he delivered. <laughs> Under promise, over deliver. Yeah. Yeah, I think people are they're forgetting the Arash they disliked from being on the TV all the time. Yes. The hate they gave him. Now he's gone. Now we miss the big man. So he was very funny. Thanks to Chris Black for making that one happen. Shout too. out CB, man. Shout and out then Chris Black. Last night, you and Tate McCray, man, hitting it off Paris, <laughs> Texas. I will say this. Uh, so... What a weekend I had, obviously. Friday night, we went to pair, went to Dog and Bear. I just got blitzed. I mean, I don't, I could have said anything after 12 o'clock um, at, at that bar. I didn't even drink at the pre, which is crazy. Like, I drank at Alto's, and then uh, we went to Emma's, and uh, I just didn't drink there because I didn't have booze. So I just drank. I guess I made up for it at the bar, but I was I, ca- I kind of love doing that, too. It's, it's scary. Ex- it's it's a scary recipe. It's a yeah. very scary recipe. But Dog and Bear forever. We had to go there, obviously. Congratulations to the bar of the year. <laughs> um and then saturday paris texas so our paris texas they had a big all-star weekend obviously everyone knows about paris texas like nhlers and that's like kind of the spot to go now or has been i guess for the past year and uh so yesterday loud luxury performed who the owner of paris texas one of the owners he's he represents them 
and they performed. So this place was a fucking idiot zone. Yeah. And we had to get in through the back. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to say how, but we we got in. And uh, anyway, so we get in there, and I walk in, and there's a booth to the right, Bet99. They're calling me over to talk and all that type of stuff. So I talked to the Bet99 guys a, couple, uh, a little bit. Just like, cause they like we used to do stuff with them, so they obviously know who we are and they're 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 fans of ours. And then I keep walking, and I see to the right two recognizable faces. One of them is uh, Phase. He used to be a part of Phase Seabass, and uh, Phase Z Zberry. I don't know how to pronounce it properly, but he's my guy. He's a fucking legend. So I'm just chilling in the fucking Phase Clan booth for a fucking hour, just ripping shot. Like they're just, hey, dude. They had to hand me like eight shots. I literally had eight shots in like an hour and 20 minutes. And honestly, I don't know if maybe it's just my alcohol endurance is getting better. I wasn't even really that fucked up after that. <laughs> like I just, whatever. And then he's like, okay, loud luxuries on the stage now. Do you want to go over there? So we walk through Paris, Texas. I look to my right. There's fucking Tate McRae and Kid Leroy in a booth just right to my right. Um, Tom Wilson's to the booth closest, like the booth where you had for your birthday. Yeah. Tom Wilson's in that booth. Mitch Marner's there. Apparently, Ryan Whitney was there. McKinnon was there. It was the most idiotic thing I've ever fucking been a part of. And we're just walking through. It takes like 30 minutes to get from one side of the bar to the other because you have to legitimately not push through people, but people have to give you the courtesy of letting you go through. So we walked through. Alto, not all, 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 Natalie, Emma, all of them were just. I decided I was there outside with you, and I was yeah. like, people are paying to get in. Yeah, we had to like, pay to get in. Yeah, I was like, you let the boys, if the boys have a better chance of getting in without me there, just whatever, go in. No, Didn't you could have easily got in. Curtis yeah. Curtis just hand, handed the guy like $500. It was <laughs> fucked. But um, yeah, so we get in. And like, I don't know about the listeners. Maybe people can answer this. I hate when a bar is really, really packed. Like, I couldn't move. And like, you were sitting there and you were getting pushed around. Um like we like you're just getting like ragdolled pretty much like because you're just obviously standing still on a spot and uh this was the craziest like there was so many gate 14 listeners there it was actually bananas and it still blows my mind people care what we have to say like there was people like oh i follow you on twitter i love your twitter like can i get a picture of the boys are gonna love this all that type of stuff we got that these now people are noticing alto and curtis at the fucking bar um <laughs> from gate 14 so it was just it's fucking absurd but i will say this man that place was buzzing I didn't even really pay attention to Loud Luxury. They were pretty much just playing fucking mini bop kids songs, I guess. Like they were just, <laughs> it, it was, it, that bar is, that bar is fun, man. I can't wait for it in the summer because the summer, obviously, they open up the front and it is just an absolute idiot zone in the summer. It's so awesome. Being outside the, there rocks. Yeah, yes. I agree. It's more room, obviously, right? Yeah. Like you like, it's more like you could do stuff. It's like the tables. I've been, I, I've I been like saying, I've been saying this to my girlfriend. Kind of when I wake up, like a little drowsy, a little hungover on a Saturday, I was just like, just think about in the summer. It's a 3.30 J start. We yes. pop up out of bed, say 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock. You go grab some food, a couple Caesars, and then you just head to the ballpark, and then you just do it all over again. How fun that's going to be. Oh, I, I love the summer, man. The summer in Toronto is unbelievable. It I'm really so is. happy with the 3.30 start or 3 o'clock yes. start. It on Saturdays, because you treat it because people treat it as like a pre. I understand, obviously, not only people are paying attention to the game, but people do treat it as a as a they treat it as a pre for going out to the bar, which rocks and obviously puts more asses in seats. So can't complain about that. But uh, yeah, the summer is going to be awesome. I'm really pumped for that. But shout out Paris, Texas, obviously. I mean, at some point they got to acknowledge it. I mean, we've been pumping their <laughs> tires for fucking ever, forever. Yeah, like at some point. But I will say this: 
future us problem. My birthday, May 4th, is on a Saturday. Um, Paris, Texas is not ready for that. No. I will say that. My birthday is on a Saturday. Um, uh, are the birds in town? Buzz, buzz, bluebirds. Um, <laughs> I'll look. Blue Jays game. Blue Jays game. May. If they're in town, that's scary. Yeah. If they are in town, that is. I wish the Sunday's game started at four as well. No, they're in They're in Washington. Ugh. Yeah, that sucks. That fucking sucks. I wish they were home. Because then you know we could get the boys to stroll out too for that birthday. Well, they, they uh, would at least come to Altos to see you, maybe. Yes, yes, exactly. That, that, would... that would be awesome. But yeah. we can't we can't have it all. We can't have it all. It's fine. But yeah, preparing mentally for my birthday, May 4th. Um, but anyway, speaking about the boys, I just wanted to give a shout out to Curtis, obviously. Uh me and you will be going tomorrow. He obviously lost his grandfather. So uh Curtis was thinking about you, brother, and uh Obviously, Curtis is a massive part of this brand with Gate 14. He does all this. He helped. Like, he's just a good, like, he's a good friend of ours. He supports us. He does everything. Like, he loves Gate 14. So, shout out to Curtis. And uh, hopefully, the Widener family's doing okay. And uh, me and Avery will be there tomorrow at, uh, what is it, the, the Wake? Is that what yeah. it's called? Yeah. Yeah, we'll be there tomorrow. So, shout out Curtis. And uh, hopefully, he's doing okay. But, uh, yeah, other than that, they make Curtis was mangled, too, both nights. He just, <laughs> he gets after it. I love that. A lot of peace stories from this weekend. I mean, our guy, Ryan Sura, pissed his bed. He was so drunk, which is obviously... I've never done that personally. Have you I've, pissed your bed before? I've never done that. I've so never pissed I was like, my bed when I was drunk. I was really drunk one time, and I was having a dream where in the dream I went to take a piss, and then I, like, pissed my bed a little bit. But, but like, Sura used to piss his bed an incredible amount. Yes. That's like, crazy. Yes. That's... I don't know if people Dude, do that. Imagine Truly. going somewhere else. You're 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 playing a road game, right? Like you're at yeah. someone else's place. Yeah. Piss the bed as a grown man. Absolutely fucking insane. But yeah, <laughs> I, I just the funniest thing that I get, and obviously everyone like everyone was asking me about Justin Turner at the bar. Like, what do you think about Turner? I just had to say a million times. I love him. I I'm all in on JT. <laughs> I love Justin Turner. But uh yeah, other than that though, man, I just I, we're getting closer to summer. Obviously, I mean the weather's kind of showing that. The, so we've finally seen Dude, the sun today. Here in Toronto. Was beautiful. Yeah, we finally seen the sun in Toronto for the Do first you, time. Are you worried about global warming at all? No, I I don't want to be a. I'm not a conspiracy <laughs> theorist. I don't, I don't know too. I don't know enough about it. That's what I'll say with that. I'm not. But do you enjoy a lovely day in February with the sun? If there was no repercussions of global warming and this is like just the norm, yeah. I do enjoy it. I, agree. I do enjoy it being hotter. Fucking sue me. Cancel me over that. I don't know. I like when the weather's better. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I do. I like it. If global warming was less humidity in the summer and less shitty winter, I'd be all in. I'd throw my trash everywhere. I agree. I agree. I agree. But I don't know if that's I don't know if the trash actually means global warming. I'm not sure. Like I said, I'm pretty I, I, sure I don't know. it has something to do with I'm For not sure a big something. environment guy. Yeah, for sure. But I guess let's go into the let's go into the stuff, man. Obviously, we haven't been catching a lot of flack. I mean, I've been catching a lot of flack for saying I like Justin Turner, and the internet is so dumb. Oh and I don't God. know why I I have, th I have things to say. I have yeah, okay. Things to say. I don't I don't know why I acknowledge these people, but people were trying to old takes expose me for saying I want Jorge Soler, but like I still do want like I want Jorge Soler. I just don't want him on three years. Obviously, like I contradict myself a lot. Like that's just I'm a dumb idiot. Like I've made that very clear, but. Me being happy about a Justin Turner signing doesn't mean that I hate Justin, like that I hate Jorge Soler now. And people can't comprehend that, which is crazy to me, Avery, but that's the internet, right? You know, you just go back and it's how you are. You're, you tweet to the people, you, you tweet what the people want. I you tweet to with all my fucking brain. We made that yes. very clear. Whatever, any thought that pops up, I tweet. 
That's why I, I like I, Justin Turner. I fucking I, like him. He's a veteran president. He's like having another hitting coach. He really is. He's been there before. He's won. He's won a World Series, right? I'm not yep. delusional for that. Yeah, I remember that the COVID World Series, and he's COVID World with, Series where he came back on the field once he, he found COVID. out he had COVID. Yes, but. Yeah, I just don't get why people can be angry about this. I know, obviously, it's not the big Otani signing you want, but you can't get mad over signing a player that hit 25 doinks last year, would be second on the team, and top three on the team in OPS. Like, I, I just, I still, I can't wrap my head around people getting mad about that. I really can't. I know the age thing, but it's he's not, he's not like... One year, man. We didn't sign, we didn't sign him for a five-year deal until he's 44 years old. We It's a one-year fucking deal. No, you're totally right. A couple things. Justin Turner was one of the best clutch hitters in baseball last year. Yeah. For a Blue Jays team where I'm not going to let the stats do the talking. I don't know. But as someone, when we watch all the games, it was like, okay, they're not getting the big hit when you need it. They're not hitting a home run when you need it. They are striking out on middle, middle fastballs with runners on base in big situations. It's just how the whole year felt. I'm sure there were some numbers to back that up, but then you go get a guy who's done the exact opposite in his career, been awesome in clutch situations, played in a ton of them too. Um, the other thing, it was J.D. Martinez more than Soler, where apparently J.D. Martinez is a bad guy. That's I don't really know him well, but they they said by the time spring training ended last year, yeah. Justin Turner was the leader of the Boston Red Sox. Love that. And someone brought this up. It wasn't, this isn't an original thought that maybe the veteran presence they thought they were getting with Brandon Belt and the way he was, where he just goofs around all the time, was maybe a swing and a miss on that one. Oh, good player. Perfect great player. Great player. But he was great for the Blue Jays last year. He yes, was great. But the leadership qualities probably aren't the same as what Justin Turner can do. And again, it's about hitting the baseball when you're up at the plate. Yeah. Justin Turner being a good leader isn't going to help Dalton Varsho hit a fastball at his eyeballs. Yeah, yeah. But there yeah. are some things that can go into it, worth ethic stuff. Um, and again, like you said, maybe another hitting coach as well. Another thing when we talk about Ross being done with moves, why just brings I hate how much I agree with him. We it's just like we're on the same wavelength all the time. Yeah. But you never fucking know what baseball team is going to be good. It's, he made a good point. He tweeted the Orioles rotation last year and they won 100 games. And that rotation, I'm sorry, is dog shit. And they the 2021 figured, San Francisco Giants were a brutal, brutal baseball team on paper. And they won 100 and something games as well. It's like you quite literally, we lose this concept. We're not in the NFL, we're not playing 17 games. You play 162 games. Yes. And nothing. The Dodgers are going to be the best baseball team ever put together, and they're going to lose in the divisional round. Somehow they'll lose to like the eighty-eight win Phillies. Yeah, like and that's just that. That's and what their fans in baseball. And then their fans are going to say, "Oh, our GM doesn't get guys who can win, but he only gets the best players in the fucking world every single time." So to me, I can't think about what they've done this offseason and really care until we played a month of baseball does it not even a month though it's hard to gauge a month the Tampa Bay Rays were the greatest show on turf for a month and they didn't do shit it, like no, that it's 
how we lose the concept of baseball is plays the most games and it is a up and down game and you never know how a team is going to be till you start playing. I, that concept goes away when you just get crazy in the off season. So again, the one thing that we can kind of look forward to and do all the time is, is this team exciting fans? And that's where I think the disappointment is with fans. Not that the team is going to be bad. Okay. Because the That's... team is not going to be bad. I think you have every right to complain as someone who wants to buy season tickets as, am I excited about this team this year? Sure, you're spending on season tickets. You don't see new signings. Sure, maybe you won't re-up season tickets. But you and I, I can't care if this team goes undefeated in the first month. This is going to be the best season of our life you just got to play the baseball games man it is that sport we know it's that sport everyone will reiterate that with you every single time in the season but we just we've lost the concept this offseason i feel like yeah and obviously in terms of like getting asses and seats does justin turner do that no, no obviously but i understand the business aspect of it but you know who gets fucking asses and seats avery is if Vladdy returns to 2021 form, that gets asses and seats. You know what gets asses and seats is fucking Kirk being able to like be a competent over 100 weighted runs creator plus hitter next year, like 110, 115 plus. That's what gets asses and seats. This pitching staff automatically gets asses and seats. If you don't get excited over a Kevin Gossman start and want to go to the Rogers Center, I got nothing for you. If you don't get excited over a Chris Bassett start and want to go to the Rogers Center, I got nothing for you. At the end of the day, if you are a baseball fan, you can't look at the Jays pitching matchups whenever they play at home and be like, I don't want to go to that game. You can't. You say Kikuchi fucking rocks. It was like 98 from the left, left-handed side. Like, I understand the offense, but this offense is still, you have firepower in there. It's just, if are they going to be able to rebound? You made that video about Dal- Dalton Varsho. Um, if he is awesome next year, it's 30 home runs, gives you the best defense, like the best defense, which guarantee, I'm going to call it, he's going to be the best defender on this team next year, not named Kevin Kiermaier. I don't know how you get mad over that. I really don't. But Justin Turner is a good player, and YJ said this as well, that raises the floor of the team. Which doesn't, Justin, get pe- which doesn't get people excited, but it helps. Yes. But it helps. It helps. And that's that's where we are at as a f- fan-driven podcast. I'll say we're not players. We never played professional baseball. Yes. Because I think they want us to be mad at people for not – getting great players but, but they... we're not we're not fake that's the no. thing that's why i think people like 814 like if the jays are dog shit two months in we're going to be calling for heads obviously three months in we're going to be calling for heads i can't get up and call for ross atkins's head in fucking january february of 2024 dude i'm sorry i can't it... the team is o and o this team is o and o it is baseball there is teams like the diamondbacks last year who no one pegged to be good that made it to the fucking World Series. It is a crapshoot, the game of baseball. That's what we have to realize. And this team, I'm going in with this with the thought, this team has a chance to be good. Like, has a chance to be very, very good. And it, it's all going to rely on the core guys. You know Bobachet's going to be good. That's a lock. That's a that's a guarantee. Bobachet is going to be good. That's obvious. Vladdy being good will help this team a shit ton. It makes it easier for the lineup when you have a guy like Vladdy putting up Vladdy supposed, like, Vladdy numbers. So... Yeah, that, that's where I'm at with it, Avery. I can't, I can't get mad over Ross Atkins signing a guy that would be one of the best hitters on the fucking team last year. I can't get mad over that. Yeah, I, I hate. Some people are gonna hate that we went Mike Wilner mode on it, 
but I'm going to go Mike Wilner mode because it's early because they legit haven't played a game yet. Yeah. Mike, Wil- Mike Wilner does it in July, which pisses people off. Which haven't... is idiotic. Like, <laughs> yes, he, like, he, like Mike Wilner tries to, what does he try to do? Mike Wilner tries to justify stats that are bad to make them look like they're good. Like the Jason Munner scoring position last year. He would just try to justify that it's not that bad. Yeah, and like try to spin it like it'll, it's regre- it'll regress to the mean at some point. But... but we we don't do that. We speak from the fan perspective. We're not it just when the, it's when, the... when the games start, when they're playing regular season baseball, that's when we start. I mean, we called Brandon Belt a fucking terrorist a month in. If no, that's not no, like I made the terrorist meme in St. Louis, game two. Yes. I made so it I, sitting at Bush Stadium. I just I I I just I I it, it's wild, but I'm excited to see Justin Turner. I will say this in terms of you throw the age away, you throw all that stuff away. His swing fucking rocks. It's a good. And you right posted hand. it in the, you posted it in the in the in the YouTube the the short we did about Justin Turner. His swing rocks and his home runs rock. He hits he hits full side home runs. Yeah. He's gonna be hitting balls off the fucking oh the the what's that bar in left? catch bar catch he's gonna be hitting home runs off the fucking catch bar. Okay, can we just like. Let's just let's just play the games before we complain and call like call Ross Atkins want him dead pretty much. And let's make this clear as well, Avery. This free agent class isn't sexy. Next year's is sexy. Next year you can fill the need with the Toronto Blue Jays with third base. You got Bregman. Uh, who else, Avery? Is is there not Soto? Not Soto. Like maybe Ross Atkins is saying, let's run it with this core. And if this core isn't wild card exit next year, let's fucking but let's go at, in. Look at the one team wins the World Series every year. Yes. One fan base is happy. One. And That's it. the Atlanta Braves were the best baseball team to ever grace a field during the regular season and then exited right away. It's just give it a minute. Suck. I will agree. It sucks that every other AL East team, well, the Rays didn't improve. The Red Sox didn't improve. But the two teams that we think we're neck and neck with, the Orioles probably improved. Corbin Burns may, is an improvement to their rotation, obviously. obviously yeah. It's fucking nasty. And then the Yankees got Juan Soto. Okay. Two really good players. Sucks that that happened, and we don't yeah. have a shiny toy to mix in with them as well. But the Orioles, they had, like, Ryan O'Hearn was the best hitter that had ever played. And, like, the, I think there's some regression. Why can we not be the team that overperforms? Why not us? I've said this it's in the never- space. Yeah, like, honestly, like, 2021, expectations were low, and that was fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> like, 2021 rock. We went into the season, we're like, let's just fuck it. Let's see what this team does. And they were the greatest hitting team I've ever seen. And they still didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that, like that, that's baseball, man. And I know, and this is a quote here. So Compar- do you, Comparison's me... the thief of joy, Avery, right? Yep. Comparison's the thief of joy. Great quote. Obviously, Donnie. Jays fans, great quote. Jays fans are going to look at Corbin Burns and the Orioles. Does that suck? Sure. Could the Jays have given something up kind of similar to that? Yeah. Probably. They probably could have matched that. Yankees get Soto, but they gave up the they gave up a fuck ton for Juan Soto, right? Like if Juan Soto doesn't sign back, that fan base is going to want want Cashman dead. Yeah, especially when he um, pulls his hamstring in the second month of the season and yeah, plays eighty three games, and then doesn't resign because the Yankee fans hate him. I want to ask you, so you you mix this in as you're talking about Ross as if he might wait for next season. And this was a group chat group thing that happened today. The Ross Atkins things, if this team doesn't make the playoffs. Yes. Is he here or is he not here? It's hard to justify it. And YJ's made a good point again. I know we're talking about YJ's a lot here, but he, may, he makes great points. He said, 
I don't think Mark Shapiro would ever fire Ross Atkins. They've been together for too long. I, I know it's a business. I think if that if, if the Ross Atkins firing would obviously come from the ownership group, right? I mean, but the ownership group, right? Let's make this very clear. They're never going to be mad. They're making a fuck ton of money. They have a TV deal. Obviously, they own the fucking rights of the TV. Like, and they get 3 million fans a year, right? Like, I, I don't know why ownership would fire Ross Atkins. Do I think he should be fired if this team doesn't make the fucking playoffs or is a wild card to exit? A million fucking percent. I'm so tired of just celebrating mediocrity, dude. I don't want to sell. I don't want to. I don't want to play in a fucking wild card game. Can I just? Can we go straight to the ALDS, Avery? Can we just do that? Can we go straight to the fucking ALDS for once? Yeah. I would love that. I'd love to watch the wild card games and not stress like they lose game one. We got to win two in a row. Can we just go straight to the ALDS? Why not? Please. I'm right there with you. It it would make things a lot easier too. Winning the division, man, would be awesome. It'd be scenes, dude. I I don't know. I'm looking. It, I'm looking at it from that perspective. I just, another I, another I, Justin Turner thing I have for you. The pine tar on his back. Oh my after god! When he's wearing new blue, all baby blue is going to look awesome. I think he's a cool player. One of my favorite right-handed swings I've ever seen. Uh, if he they want to hit more home runs, he fits into that. And you make a good point. I mean, obviously. Does veteran presence win you championships? You can argue the Evan Longoria thing for the D-backs obviously helps a decent amount. I mean, that guy's been there for a while. Um, I'm not comparing just Turner to Evan Longoria, obviously, but Justin Turner's a really good hitter. Um, he's going to... Adding Justin Turner to this team does not make this team worse. And that's what people are thinking on Twitter. And that's what people are thinking on... That come up to me and talk about Justin Turner when I see people at bars or whatever. Like, they think that they... He doesn't make this team worse. Adding mm -hmm. a guy like that doesn't make his team worse. Adding him. Like, not adding him makes his team worse. And the thing is, if the Jays didn't sign Justin Turner, these fans that are in my mentions, Matt about Justin Turner, would say, why didn't we go out and get Justin Turner? Why didn't we go out and get J.D. Martinez? Justin Turner is a great locker room guy. I Like, I, I hit up Zach McKinstry, who used to play with him. I obviously asked him about Turner. He's like, fucking rocks. Like, I, I, I just... I... And Chris Bassett's excited for it, too. And that's a guy that's been around for a very long time in Bassett. Obviously, he's a vet. It, it helps the team, man. And... I, if he can get, if he can just become Vladdy's personal hitting coach, let's fucking do it. Let's get Justin Turner. Let's get Justin Turner there. And you, was that you who made that point that he has the? Oh no, someone tweeted it. You tweeted it at me. He has the exact same swing as uh, IKF. Oh, IKF worked with Justin Turner's hitting coach in a okay. couple off seasons ago. So the master and the protege are back together. So IKF stocks are kind of. Through the roof. Get in low. Love that. Awesome. You know what? Let's get behind IKF, Avery. Fuck it. Let's get behind him. I IKF did the best thing possible. He chose to wear the number seven. Oh, my God. Can you tell us the last two players, Johnny, to wear the number seven for the Toronto The Blue number Jays? seven in the Toronto Blue Jays is similar to number 23 in basketball. Um, it 99, is 99 in hockey. 99 in hockey. The number seven for the Toronto Blue Jays is like historic i mean you got josh towers who wore that number at one point jose reyes wore that fucking number and the last two guys you go into are bradley zimmer who was obviously our favorite and my good friend jordan luplo it's like it's just the passing of the torch to got like to guys that we could get behind yeah and what a power move by ikf to look at this jay's roster the last couple of years say you know what i want number fucking seven <laughs> that's what i want I, I almost think that they need to start handing out number seven 
like it's the special number um like lsu football does uh what number is it maybe three they give away to their best player number seven goes to the guy that's going to be the fan favorite like kikuchi should have been in seven at some point oh I'm so, oh my god it's so that's so a, funny, man. a nice little ceremony from from the coach at the start of spring training saying you're going to be our guy this year you get number seven yeah I, I, it's just it's incredible stuff i him choosing number seven is so it's just like it's 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 like chef's kiss like you couldn't have written a better storybook for ikf and obviously i have the seven luplo jersey there i might just tape over and just put ikf that's it <laughs> just no just no 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 kiner falefa just ikf on the back of that jersey and i might put that yeah, I'm a, my, my, my new background here no disrespect to luplo obviously but uh we got to get IK. We got to get the IKF jersey behind me. Yeah. Um, the I'm IKF jersey stays on. Jersey. Another thing that I am excited about, obviously, and I posted that video, by the way, and I was violently hung over when I made that Kevin Biggio edit. <laughs> uh, I am so goddamn excited. Maybe it's the propaganda or the For You page on Twitter uh, showing it to me the entire time, but I'm excited for Biggio, man. 400 on base in the second half. I get behind that. Why not? Yeah. Why doesn't well, lead him off? He was one of the worst hitters in baseball to start, but oh, like the worst. But true RGM calls out the Biggio sandwich, which he's bad in the first, and then good in the middle, and kind of bad at the end. I believe that's what the Biggio <laughs> sandwich is. But uh, I'm excited for Biggio, man. It's get full day reps, and let's just have fun this year, man. Obviously, it's just uh, we're going in with the with our guy, with guys that we kind of brought up. I mean, obviously, there's some additions besides the pitching staff, but. At the end of the day, man, we get to watch potentially David Schneider be an everyday player, which is going to be awesome. I mean, we saw what talk, he did. As talk about him in left field, a little platoon. Yeah, action. we're going to be able to see him play um, almost every day, I hope. And we saw what he does when he gets everyday reps, man. It's hard to discount what that guy does. But I do have a question for you, and I saw this question posed on Twitter. Because um, Espinal has options and Ernie doesn't. Let's say Ernie has a good spring, right? And Espinal doesn't. Do you start Espinal and AAA and keep the earned dog out and keep the earned dog up in the show until he loses that spot because he doesn't have any options left. Ernie was a massive part of this team last year. People forget when Bo Bichette was out, it was the earned dog that was manning short because yep. Paul DeYoung was the worst fucking hitter I've ever seen in my life. But I don't know. Like, do you like if Ernie has a really good spring, it's hard to just be like, no, you're starting AAA and kind of putting him up on waivers. It's like kind of dumb. He'd be scooped in like half a second. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think they're going to take the upside with Espinal, which I hate um, because Ernie's the best guy of all time. Is there upside with us? I mean, what, where, where's his upside? He was an, he was an all-star. He, when he got a ton of at-bats, he was pretty good. And then okay. the role kind of diminished last year. Right. Yeah. So I don't I want, guess. I don't I just, want that to happen. I don't yeah. think they would do that. I it's, love Ernie's game though. I'm not saying that he's our guy. I really like he, he just plays Sick. the game. Yeah. It's a blue collar. He plays the game a blue collared way. He's that's what he does, boy, man. Like, yeah, that's yeah. He, he plays yeah, the game I, a blue collared way. I don't know what I I would do with that. That that sucks to think about, and I will let the team deal with that. And I will, yeah. and I'll cheer for Ernie to make this team out of camp. Couple other things I want to go to. Yeah. So Corbin Burns gets traded to the O's. Yeah. And now there is talk of Willie Adamas being available and is safe. that a move that's sexy for you let's well i have one thing to say about willie adamas he you might as well not bring him to the trop because he said he was a raid before obviously yeah he sucked he sucked right he said he can't see at the trop he can't see the baseball 
I too can't see a baseball. <laughs> so um, we are, he's not playing the eight, whatever road games at the trot because he just can't see. Yes. Um, great arm. I don't know where, I guess maybe they think to play him third base, but I'd almost be a better shortstop than Bo. You think they, they kick tires on Willie Adamas here? I don't think he'd cost that much, to be honest with you. Like, do you think he costs that much? I think he's expiring. So, no. Like, because we saw the package for Corbin Burns, which, I mean, DL, I don't think DL Hall is that good. Is that a hot take? No, it's not a hot take anymore. Like, he stunk in the show last year, right? He just walks the fucking house. Yeah. I, yeah, kicking tires on Willie Adamas, does that make fans happy? I guess. I guess if the Jays get Willie Adamas, fans will be happy about it. it. Well, It makes Avery really happy. He was one of my favorite players. So talk us in, what what are the advanced stats about Willie Adamas that make him sexy? Like, his OPS last year wasn't that good, right? No, he hits home runs. Okay. Um, He was was a a three-and-a-half win player last year, but he had a weighted runs created plus of 94. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, but then, like, obviously, I'm not going to cater this to fans. It's like, then fans are going to look at his stats, the casual fans. They're going to be like, we just picked up a guy who had a 94 weighted runs created plus. Yeah. And like, he hit 217 last year with a 310 on base. Like, that's no good. <laughs> that's so bad. That's so fucking bad. That's not what this lineup needs. I trust, and again, not a hot take, maybe a hot take. I trust David Schneider being good and being a serviceable fielder over Willie Adamas, who isn't in need. This team doesn't need a fucking shortstop, Avery. Nope, you're right. David Schneider, way better eye. He will get on base at a much higher clip than Willie Adams did. His, yeah. Last year, it was only 141 plate appearances, but David Schneider's OBP was 404. So, yeah, he he put up half the amount of wins, or more than half the amount of wins, as Willie Adams in 35 games. Yeah, that's fair. I, I don't know. I, I, I can't get up for him. I, I'd be more comfortable just running it with like the young guys we have here and people are forgetting. I mean, obviously Aralvis Martinez is not a sexy, not a sexy name. I guess you could talk about like with the Jays, but he, if he is good this year, that's another guy. Like, like let's, I know this farm system is bottom five, I believe in baseball, which is an ideal. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd be more comfortable trusting a young guy over, overpaying or uh, paying for Willie Adamas, you know? Yep. I have no, I have no issues with that. I also, this week, I, w- I want to do the Alec Manoa talk again with you. Okay. This week, I did the video of what I thought went wrong with Alec Manoa last year. Well, I- I'm you know what? Fuck it. I don't care if I cancel this elephant in the room. I don't give a fuck. He came in camp overweight last year. That's not a hot take. Not a hot take. I don't care if I get, oh, Johnny's fat shaming. I don't give a shit. Alec Manoa last year bounced back from one of his greatest seasons and came into camp. I don't care. Overweight. Obviously, I'm not going to say he didn't prepare, just wasn't in game shape. And that's something, especially with the integration of the pitch clock, he had to do that. You look at pictures of Alec Manoa. You posted him. You look at pictures of Alec Manoa, 2022 to 2023. He gained a substantial amount of weight. Not a hot take. That's what he did. And if he So there was talk. My brother went to FIU where he was working out. Yeah. And there was talks of him being 315 pounds. Don't know how true it was. Yeah, my brother was at the school that Alec Manoa would work out at, and that's what they said he was. He was just not in better shape in 2023 than he was in 22. It's, it just wasn't a thing, right? And then he had been, so he goes from overworked, overworked is a loose term, the most yes. amount of work he's ever had on his arm, 
2022. Yes. And then comes into 2023 and everything is just not how it was meant to be. And I think it's pretty much an easy case of he had dead arm because he thought something was wrong with his arm. The ball doesn't come out how you think it is when your arm's dead. He was throwing. Nothing was too, too bad. But it just didn't it didn't come out of your hand as firm as it used to come out. So I think he it was a classic case of maybe a little dead arm. Because there's no talk of him getting any surgeries, right? This offseason. No work being done. I and if he's it, not good, we got a guy waiting in the crosshairs and Bowden Francis, Ricky Tiedemann, Yariel Rod or Yariel Rodriguez, right? Yeah. Um yeah, it's like it's it's not I think the problem with last year was at certain points. It was not do or die if Alec Manoa was good, but he costed this team a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of baseball games last year. Could things have been different? 100%. But if you if, if he got sent down maybe earlier and you give Bowden Francis or Trevor Richards, who was awesome for us, that role, I think things go, is this a 92-win team, 91-win team? Maybe it is. But Manoa did cost this team a lot of games last year where it was like do or die, like, fuck, this guy better figure it out, or like we're just giving away a game of series here. Um, yeah, it's if he's good this year, God damn, this staff is scary. I mean, he'd be the four or five guy on this ro- on this rotation. And he was like, I'm not asking him to return to 2022, Alec Manoa, where he was the greatest pitcher I've ever fucking seen. But is there some is there a middle ground that he can be on between last year and the year before that? Sure. And that will be a serviceable fourth, fifth starter or a, a close to a good fourth, fifth starter. So, yeah, it's just it, it's all it's I'm excited to see what he does in spring training. We'll obviously be at, at hopefully one at least one of his starts, which is going to be awesome to see that in person, see uh, like how alive his arm is. Obviously, he's ramping up because he's trying to win a starting role. He's not going in there like Bassett where he's not throwing or um, like Bassett's obviously throwing, but like not. He's going to go in there fully ramped up. He's going into spring training fully ramped job. up yeah. or close to. He's going in there to win a job. So we will know how Alec Manoa is based off of his first two, three, four starts or three starts, I guess, in spring training, we will see is this, is his alarm, is, is, is his arm alive again? That's that's where we're at with that. Yeah, he, he, we'll see his velo pretty often, and we will get a tell as to where he is. Because this dude was throwing 91-92 last year, bro. Like, the, full, he was... The, full mile an hour drop on his fastball velocity. And this is a guy who was painting 95. Like, you posted the videos of him in 2022. He was painting, like, 94, 95 with a very, with very very good off-speed stuff. And he just came in throwing 91 where the hitters were kind of just not swinging out his fastball because it was never in the zone and just offering out his... Offering out the breaking balls that he would see. I don't have stats to back that up, but that's just the eye test. Johnny eye test uh, coming in there. But, yeah, it's we'll see what Alcamino is, man. And obviously... He's still so young. There's still a massive chance for him. I'm not saying his career's over. It is not close. It's not even close to being over. The book's not written on Alec Manoa yet. So as much as we like to give Ross shit, if he was really bad at his job, I think they would have moved on from Alec Manoa this offseason. Yes. And I think the amount of calls they probably got on Alec Manoa, maybe maybe he is dumb. But when the teams who have a good system of fixing people like that or good pitching development if he went to the Rays, i would have been i would have been on suicide watch i think some of those i think some of those good teams kicked tires on him and it made the red lights go off saying yeah yeah they and i gotta talk about this because we me we got blocked by fucking breakfast bitch sid six zero on twitter this dude complaining about not trading alex alec manoa 
is the he sells stocks when they're at the lowest price. That's what that's what Sid Sixero does. He he buys a stock when it's way below what he bought it for. He'll just sell it. That's what says. If you think trading Alec Manoa now when his stock is literally in the dirt makes a lot of sense, you are brain dead. If you you know how stupid Ross Atkins would look if he traded Alec Manoa the next year he goes back to like 2022, 2022 for him. He looked yep. like the dumbest idiot ever because you you can get no one for Alec Manoa right now. Nothing. Like you get a flyer, like you get like a a guy that has a lot of potential, I guess maybe, like or a guy that hasn't had success in the big leagues, but you're not fringe, getting anything for Alec Manoa. Yeah, yeah, fringe major league players probably. Yeah, so it's just it's dumb, but I'd hold on to that stock, and if the stock deteriorates, it goes to zero with Alec Manoa. Whatever, like that's what that's ball. That's what happens. But I would hope yeah. I would hope he was embarrassed enough from last year that really lit a fire under. Oh, him. he, he, he. I mean, I don't know if he's a Twitter guy anymore, but uh, if he would just scroll through Twitter for a second and search his name, I'm sure he would have realized how embarrassing last season was for that, yeah. for him, obviously. I believe and, in him going into this season. I really, really do. Yeah. And we'll see. I mean, spring training will be able to tell. And obviously, right when we land, we get to go to fucking our guy, Steinbrenner Field. That's the first <laughs> game we'll be going to is Yankees Jays in Tampa Bay March 1st. <laughs> It's so, I mean, we're, we're, we're hopping right into the fire. We're going, spur, first game, we're going to the fucking Steinbrenner Field <laughs> in Tampa, Florida, which is going to be electric. Uh, yeah, that's good. I can't wait, man. I can't wait for spring training. I just can't wait to be able to watch ball again. We're going to be able to watch ball this month. Uh, it's going to rock. It, it's really, I know spring training fucking sucks to watch. I still can't believe we did live streams for that. But <laughs> if it wasn't for those, I mean, maybe we wouldn't be where we're at right now, obviously. No, exactly. But uh, yeah, I, I, it's uh, the Alec Manoa show. I, we'll see what happens this year. And. It helps when you got a guy like Gossman in your corner who's obviously been in Alec Manoa's shoes. Guy was DFA'd, uh, kind of went from a first-rounder to kind of nothing and turns into the best pitcher in the American League, not named Garrett Cole. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at with that. And Alec, I know Gossman's probably keeping tabs on him. He was at his wedding, obviously, and uh, it's a good guy to have in your corner. And we know how good of a guy Kevin Gossman is. So I, I, it's I'm excited to see what Alec Manoa does. And obviously, he wore a gate 14 shirt last year, so he's forever in our good graces. I agree um, with that. All right, that. I got some listener questions here, John. Let's hear it. Decent amount. Uh, we'll go through all these. Okay, one minute left to live. What Blue Jays clip are you watching? It's the easiest one for me. What is it? It's the bat flip. I wasn't alive for the World Series. Like, uh, Sometimes when you scroll feed and you see the bat flip and the building shake the camera... It's just, it's one of the cooler clips you'd ever see every single time. Uh yeah. Okay. I would say I really love that Edwin home runoff Ubaldo Jimenez. Yeah. Yeah. That ball was and I remember this because I was at McCook and we were watching it in the common room. I, I, I was I was doing the same thing at Newman. We were watching it in the common room and I remember him coming up. And obviously our team has a lot of Canadians and just the common room exploding. Yeah. Like just the ball comes off his bat, and honestly, it's a great memory for me uh, with all the Canadian lads that were on that McCook team. So I'm personally picking the Edwin home run. The Jose Batista bat flip, obviously great, but the yeah. Edwin home run, I believe, was a walk-off as well, yep. right, Avery? Yeah, it was. It means a little bit more in terms of that, right? Yeah, uh, I that was the same thing. We had three Canadian guys on my team at school, and we all yes. watched it in the common area as well. Yeah. Um, do we think the Jays are done making moves this offseason? Okay. 
I, th- I, I, it's hard to say. I, you never know with Ross Atkins, man. We thought the two years ago, we thought the offseason was done. He trades for fucking Matt Chap. I don't know. I don't know. The name of this podcast is um, No More Moves? Question mark. So it's a question. I would like to think he's done. I would. You would like to think that? Or you no, think? I, well, I, well, sorry. I, I would think he's done. I wouldn't like to think it. I would think he's done. Sorry. Yes. Uh, I don't think he's done. I think we got one more in us. Don't know what got it is. One more in him. I think he's got one more in he's him. Got one more in him. That's what Bass, Bass has said. He, he Bass has said he doesn't think he's done either. So, um, yeah, we got one more in him. And Bassett, if you're listening to this, I know you listen to the podcast. Let's fucking let's get let's go Pat McAfee show on this bitch. Let's get you on after every start, huh? <laughs> let 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 you talk to the people after every fucking start. Let's get the ball rolling on that because that will do numbies and it'll give you a chance to just not have uh beat writers quote stuff that you say you can just go directly to the people and talk even for five ten minutes after a start and we can if you need to talk about umpiring at all we, we can say it we can say it yeah so we could say it. that would be electric i i like uh bassett corner or whatever the fuck we'd call it or the hound something with the hound uh that would be awesome to have yeah. them on and be able to talk to the people i'm not saying after every start obviously that's a little bit much but every two starts maybe like once every two weeks we get him on, I don't know. But that would be awesome to just have him just kind of recap what's going on and what he's doing and uh, how he's feeling. So, I, Bassett, I know you're listening to this. It was in every podcast. Let's get you locked in there, huh? Oh, Why not? I like that. Better celebrity all time, Sylvester Stallone or Adam Sandler? Sam- Sandler, bro. Sandler's in so – okay, I'm not a big – I'm not a big Rocky movie guy. Like I, I've watched I mean, them. We're yet we're younger guys. We weren't alive again when Rocky was coming out. Yeah. I I love the Creed movies. That's more age relevant to me. Yeah. But yeah, I mean I've I'm I'm all in on Adam Sandler. He's he's the best ever. He really is. I fucking love the Sandman. Okay, and he just I, seems like the greatest dude ever, too. He really does. Adam Sandler or Will Farrell? Will Farrell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Uh someone just wanted to know the best players on the Blue Jays or the best player on the Blue Jays right now. Kevin Gosman. Kevin Gosman. <laughs> Kevin Gosman, probably. I mean, it's not even really close. He's like top three in voting for the biggest award for a pitcher in baseball. <laughs> and look, and that's our guy. That's our yep. guy. That's just casually our guy. Is there a dream? Uh, by the way, a lot of people said that. People were like congratulating me at the bar yesterday on Kevin Gosman. They're just I... like, congrats, man. I just like, like I won the fucking World Series. Like, congrats on Gosman, bro. Like, I, I got you, that man. two weekends ago. I, I ripped a dart for a picture with a guy and my girlfriend took the picture. I was like, sorry, I just got to do this. And he's like, congrats on Gosman, man. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, man. Like it was the birth of a child. Thank yeah. you, brother. It did. Congrats on the it, sex. It did feel, it was a great moment. Like, yeah, just like, you know, you know, you know what? Yeah. 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 Congrats on Gosman. <laughs> That's a good point, man. That is, that is very funny. Okay, dream gate fourteen interview from a player not on the Jays. I don't think it would be a gate fourteen interview, but what? Who would be someone that you would love to interview? And I have one who used to be a Jay. Who? Munenori Kawasaki. Okay. Yeah, that would be awesome. Huh. I think Russell Martin would be cool. Nice. I think Russell Martin would be cool. Like. Uh, obviously we've never had a guy on here that's from Canada that plays for the Blue Jays or that played for the Blue Jays, especially when they were like, obviously a wagon. I'd love to hear stories from that 2015, 2016 team. I really would like, just like why they were so good. 
and like the locker room dynamic of just who the alpha was or like did they get after it did the boys go out like did you guys celebrate these win- massive wins you guys i'd love to hear it i really would and that i think was you're awesome st- i think you're still old school ball back then they yes. were going out. and i'd love to hear just like who like who the alpha was like what what it was like playing with donaldson when he was just the greatest hitter i've ever fucking seen being in a lineup with donaldson batista edwin Justin Smoke was good as well then. I mean, Colabella was a freak then as well. I would love to hear stories about that team. Even hearing stories about catching Marco Estrada, dude. Like, just catching one of the most, like, underrated pitchers maybe ever for the Toronto Blue Jays and Marco Estrada. I'd love to hear those Russell Martin stories. Nice. That's actually a good, thoughtful answer, Johnny. Our favorite current baseball players not on the Blue Jays. You go first. I want to think about this one. Oh man, it it all kind of depends. Edward Cabrera is, I think he has a right arm touched by Jesus Christ himself, and he just hasn't put it together yet. Okay. So I will say Edward Cabrera is one of my favorite players. Uh, Mitch Keller is another one I love because of all the fancy stuff I have to do. Mitch Keller is a guy I thought was going to be great, and we finally saw a little bit of payoff last year. And yeah, I'll, I'll go with those two. Okay. Yeah. I would probably go. Obviously first one is bias. Cause he's a friend of mine. I do enjoy Bryson stocks. I came up with him through fucking college, watching him in college. And then obviously now he's kind of like one of the best, like top five, top 10 second baseman in baseball. That's obviously a very based answer for me, but I really, really do enjoy watching Ronald Acuna jr. Play baseball. No. Oh, yeah. Like he is, he's fucking insane. And his agent should be sent to the sun. I mean, that contract, <laughs> He makes less than Kikuchi. That he makes the same man. amount of money as Kevin Kiermaier. $10 million a year. He, he's awesome. I love Ronald Acuna. I really do. I'm, I'm excited. I, I, I do love Ronald Acuna. Okay. Early. Wait a Before we go to the next one, we got to talk about the potential leak of those Jays white hats. We found them that they weren't. Uh... Oh, they weren't? Okay. No, they're already online. Someone found them. Okay. And they weren't City Connects. They Maybe were... Vladi just likes wearing that. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe that's all they had for him. Yeah. Early AL and NL MVP predictions for 2024. I have NL. no idea the NL. I think you're now. NL. NL's, NL's got to be Matt Olson, right? Well, that's a good one. Um, I mean, there's so many good players in the NL, too. I'm not locked into the NL like I am the AL. Yeah. I think your Alvarez can win the MVP this year. Jordan Alvarez, okay, yeah, he he's fucking awesome too. Ah, uh, yeah, I'd probably I'd probably lean. Uh, I like I said, I'd probably lean. I'd probably lean Matt Olson for the NL and for the AL. I know he's a Yankee, but fully healthy Aaron Judge is like insane. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's hard to really rule out Aaron Judge uh, in the MVP conversation, especially with the protection now of Soto. Or I, I yeah, so I, I'd probably go Aaron Judge. Okay, let's see. I'm gonna try and get if they have any odds up. Division winner, player awards, American League MVP. I'll go through the odds here. Yeah. Um, we haven't seen this. Judge is the leader. Soto, Seeger, Jordan, Julio Rodriguez, Kyle Tucker, Bobby Witt. Gunnar Henderson should not be. No, I. what are we doing? He's good, but I don't think he should be ahead of Gunnar Henderson. Um, like Mike Trout's under him, Simeon, Devers, Vladdy, Rutschman, Bo. Altuve, Luis Robert. So that's where it goes there. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
And then NL goes Acuna, Mookie, Freddie, Shohei. Uh, oh, I might take a flyer on Tatis, honestly. Okay. He's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's that's where I'd put my money. So Harper, Olsen's plus 1,200. Okay. That's fine. Not bad. Any, any other listener questions? Nope. That's the end of them. I would also take uh, Tarek Skubal, AL Cy Young winner, plus 1,500. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's All right. Plant some a little bit of value. All right. Well, anyways, um, enjoy the Super Bowl next week. Can we get you know a official means? prediction? Chiefs. I, I'm, I'm a Swifty. Uh, <laughs> I'm a Swifty. So Chiefs. Uh, enjoy the Super Bowl next week. Are you Chiefs too, Avery? Yeah, obviously, right. Yeah. I also want T Mac to lose betting against Patrick Mahomes. So that's why I want to. I want the Chiefs to win. Uh, but anyways, love you guys, man. Uh, enjoy the Super Bowl next week. We are. I could taste it. I don't know if – could you hear that? Could you hear that? That might have been ASMR. Uh, we, could taste, we could taste Blue Jays baseball being back, okay? We could taste it. We, we are need the two- beat reporters in behind the catcher of bullpens in Dunedin. Oh, my God. That's going to be scenes. Yeah, That's going to be fucking scenes. Yes. Give me that. Give me that. Yep. All right. Anyways, I'll be going to Mau P on Saturday for the people there. I don't know if there's listeners that are going to be attending that, but I will be at Mau P on Saturday. Excited for that as well. Big weekend. Super Bowl weekend. Enjoy it. We're getting close to baseball, folks. Two gay 14 pods a week coming up in probably a month and a bit or two months, I guess. Live streams will be back. We'll be firing on all cylinders, going to games. This is our bread and butter. This is the year of gate 14. Uh, love you guys, man. And uh, let's have ourselves a week. Hopefully, maybe there's another transaction by the time we talk to you guys. Love you guys.